Hello, world. It's John Pinto, your roving realtor, bon vivant video blogger and podcaster here with Ted Stefanos, our favorite natural hazard disclosures, NHD person expert. How are you, Ted? I'm doing good, John. Good to hear from you. Excellent. Good to be heard from. And Rafael Batanzas, all things home, roof, termite and pool inspection. How are you, Rafael? I'm doing great. Hey, everybody. Very good. So, uh, Ted, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your 63-page uh, uh, report that we see. W what is that big, humongous report? What is the title of that that a good listing agent will order right away at the beginning of creating their file? What do you call that? Is this a trick question? We're going with the natural hazard disclosure report, correct? That's it. That is the one. It doesn't okay. have a special... Not, doesn't have a special uh, category. No. Okay. Uh, that's good. it. The natural hazard disclosure report. Now. All right. All right. Sometimes they're going to be. Sometimes they're going to be shorter because of what the agent orders. If they order what's called our complete report, they're getting the natural hazard report, the Melrose tax report, and the environmental disclosure report. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, when you look at the entire Magdaddy report, which is what I call it, it's usually about 63, 64 pages. Is that accurate? Um, if there's sometimes the environmental report can be longer if there's many sites and the tax report, if there's a lot of taxes and it could be up to 60 pages, typically it's going to be around the 50 range. Okay. That's a, still a lot of pages. So you, you ever notice how people like comic books as opposed to, you know, uh, war and peace. So let's take a look at your, let's take a look at your pretty map on the third page. Uh, Raphael, could you bring that, uh, that map up? Because it, uh, it does beg a couple of questions that uh, you have mentioned. There we go. There's the uh, map. Uh, so, uh, first of all, for what potentially could be a lazy realtor, a lazy seller, a lazy listing agent, a lazy buyer's agent, even a lazy buyer, they might look at that 63 page report, their eyes cross and they go, Oh, I think I'd rather just look at the pretty picture with all the colors and uh, not read the whole report and just take a quick look at what zones it's in. Uh, now, Ted, can you explain to us why it's a bad idea just to look at the third page with the map and the pretty colors? Okay, sure. Um, so what we're, what we're looking at here on the statutory disclosure page are the state level and one federal level disclosure. So the special flood hazard zone area in purple is the FEMA flood zones. Now, of course, that's very important because it's going to show whether or not the property is within a 100-year flood zone. Uh, the other disclosures are state level. So we have the dam, the very high fire, the state responsibility area, and the seismic hazard zones and fault zones. Now, there's other disclosures we provide. So whether or not it's a local, uh, local hazard zone or airport influence area or uh, formerly used defense site, something like that, that's not going to show on this map. Okay. So let's talk about the reality of what may draw a realtor or a consumer's eye 
especially the listing agent, the buyer's agent, and the buyer. Uh, they're going to, first of all, uh, look at that purple area, the special flood hazard area, because that could indicate that the, uh, uh, the purchase of the property, uh, which may involve uh, financing, could require flood insurance. Is that an indicator? Correct. Okay. And flood insurance can be pricey, correct? Yeah. In the neighborhood of uh, $1,500 a year, usually. Okay. Uh, if you could find it, if you could get it, right? Uh, well, if there's a federally backed loan, they're going to be able to provide flood insurance. Yeah. Okay. So Very it's good. Not like, yeah, you can get flood insurance. Any, okay. Any so, so that's probably the first place that people are going to look because they want to know whether or not they're going to uh, be required to pay that uh, uh, flood insurance. The, the dam inundation area uh, is something I seem to see on all the inspection reports. Uh, and, uh, you know, people ask about them. Uh, but as a general rule, we don't have dam failure and dam inundation. Uh, how could you summarize words to the wise on that color? So are you saying we don't have them? We don't. We, well, we don't. We don't uh, it, it, let's just say that in California, uh, with the California Association of Realtors, our transactions, our issues, our natural disasters, uh, dam failure inundation is a is a disclosure, but it doesn't appear to be a problem. Hmm. Yet, I would say. <laughs> Yet, the op that's why it is <laughs> well, a disclosure. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing because our infrastructure is aging. So uh, mm -hmm. dam failure, inundation, I mean, we have 1,200 reservoirs in the state of California. So, you know, and we have had three or, well, one, well, I'd say two catastrophic, ah, let's go one catastrophic dam failure in the state of California back in 1927. But we have had some near misses and or near disasters as well. But, you know, it, it, at least it's something that we're, our Army Corps engineers and water districts, they take really seriously as far as um, evaluating the structural integrity of our dams. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty hot topic. We're taking it seriously, especially because of what happened uh, near catastrophic event at Oroville, about Lake Oroville a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which we covered on a prior video and without diving into the details of all the pretty colors, uh, let's dive into that pretty uh, light green color state seismic hazard zone liquefaction, because that's been in the news lately. Uh, with that Mission Bay neighborhood where the sidewalks have been sinking. Have you noticed that? It's been in the news uh, probably a couple of uh, dozen times. Yeah. Uh, well, sure. There's um, a lot of soil in the city of San Francisco, especially around the perimeter of the bay, that's reclaimed land. I mean, if you look at the map, uh, map of San Francisco from 200 years ago, much of that downtown area, marina areas where... Um, AT&T Park is that was part of the bay and it's been filled in. So yeah, there, there's um, some settling issues now in order for liquefaction to occur, you would have to have an earthquake, but um, you know, but you do definitely have some stability issues with the soil there. Right. So um, I wanted to point this map out 
because the uh, the assumption uh, or the predisposition of many people will be to look at the map as a snapshot uh, and stop reading past the third page. Uh, but in uh, prior videos, you have admonished uh, realtors, viewers, sellers, uh, buyers of the dangers of not going through the entire report. So uh, could you impart your words to, of wisdom to our viewers? Yeah, well, admonish might be a bit strong, but I, I, I think one thing that's really important to realize is that you never know what's going to affect the buyer's decision to purchase the property. I mean, it could be something as benign as uh, naturally occurring asbestos or airport noise, things like that. And it may not be liquefaction zones. So you never know what's going to uh, uh, be in a hot topic issue for the buyer. It could even be radon, which in California, we don't take that seriously, but we do have radon issues as well, just like other states in the United States. Right. And I did notice uh, looking at your website that radon is very much a thing in Santa Barbara and Tahoe, by the way. Yeah. Ventura County as well. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, I apologize for uh, saying that you had admonished people. I am going to say a rosary and an act of contrition and go to confession this Saturday and tell the priest that I wrongfully accused Ted Stefanos of uh, admonishing uh, people. Uh, is that the same thing that you do in the Greek Orthodox Church? Do you go to confession yeah, if there a transgression like that? You have to go to communion first before you go to confession. Though, so. You have to go to communion first. I, I think the Greek Orthodox Church might have it backwards. I think in Catholicism, we have to go to confession first, cleanse ourselves. And oh, yeah, you're right. It, see, it's been it. so long that I, I forgot. <laughs> That's, That's right. I didn't realize that there were lapsed Greek Orthodox uh, uh, congregationalists, let's say. Yeah, we Very might good. have to so, have Ra Raphael edit that for us. So. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, very good. So uh, read the whole report. Uh, there's a nice summary on the third page of uh, what kind of uh, map uh, and disclosure areas the uh, property uh, sits in. And did you have any parting words of wisdom, uh, Ted, before we conclude? Well, you know, one thing too, is that we're always there to help guide the real estate agents and as well as the seller and buyer through the transaction. So if something that they're seeing in the report, uh, they're not hundred percent sure about, or if they're, um, something that looks scary, please give us a call. You know, we can always help uh, navigate through that transaction, uh, answer all your questions because, you know, most of these things that come up in the NHG report, even like liquefaction sounds scary, looks scary, but, you know, in many cases, the way the state has mapped out these zones is that uh, they might include wide swaths of area in a liquefaction zone, whereas as a matter of fact, you know, you may not even be technically in a high or very high liquefaction zone. So it's just the parameters that the state uses to map out the zones um, are kind of black and white. They're you're either in or not in, and you know it may not be really that hazardous in 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 reality. Okay, very good. So um, 
Raphael, if somebody wants to order a roof termite uh, home inspection, pool inspection, how do they contact you? Absolutely. You can either uh, text me or you can call me at 707-616-8762. Um, I'll be more than happy to have a conversation with you guys regarding any of the items in our services. Thank you. And thank you both for uh, providing the very robust uh, website. I find it has a wealth of information and is a good source uh, for uh, consumers. Thank you all for watching and we will see you on the next video.